0: Food production, for example, or a disruption in the supply chain, can lead to a full scale crisis. This may seem like an obvious point, but it represents a small yet significant departure from the influential scholarship of the Nobel Prize winning economist Amartya Sen. In Poverty and Famines, one of the most important books on the subject, Sen's great contribution is to point out that supply shortfalls do not automatically lead to consumption shortfalls and that famines cannot easily be explained by production failures. Sen's argument is based on the observation that many people do not actually grow their own food, even in largely agrarian economies. People instead acquire food through many other channels. Some purchase it in the market others acquire it through family networks or transfers from others in their community. Governments, too, can play a role in distributing food, as can non-governmental organizations of various kinds. Sen argues that for a famine to occur, there must be a widespread breakdown that leads to the simultaneous failure of multiple mechanisms of food acquisition. In other work, Sen and the economist Jean Dreset Have argued that famines represent a failure of states and political institutions. Well-functioning polities do not allow famines to occur, but that argument assumes that governments have the capacity to move food from areas of abundance to areas of scarcity, or to move people from areas of shortage to areas of plenty. Yet both frequently prove difficult or impossible, as Ograda points out. Food is heavy, bulky, and often perishable. Markets do a good job, generally, of moving food from farms to cities, albeit with high transportation costs. But when food supplies dwindle, famine relief involves moving food in the opposite direction, from city warehouses to rural villages, with costs escalating as the food moves to more remote areas. This kind of relief effort is expensive, and it also demands a high degree of logistical expertise as governments try to figure out how much food to move to different locations. When it comes to moving people, governments face different costs and different obstacles. Many of the most vulnerable people, such as the elderly and the disabled, cannot move easily and introducing large numbers of poor and hungry people to places of relative abundance, risks, stoking class tensions, and social unrest. To be successful, famine relief thus requires a significant commitment of resources and political effort. Governments also need accurate information about the food supply and demand. And those in power must be willing to recognize and act on that information. Even when governments have the right intentions, policies may fail if the data are poor or if policymakers are blinded by ideology. To be sure, there are cases in which governments have used starvation as a weapon. But Ograda identifies a number of instances in which the blame for a particular famine lay less with government malevolence than with negligence. Consider the Great Bengal Famine of 1943. Sen has characterized this event as a boom famine, in which market forces pulled supplies of food away from the rural poor and toward richer urban dwellers whose incomes had risen, in part due to a wartime economic expansion. Ograda does not directly dispute Sen's account, but his focus lies elsewhere. Ograta argues that the failure of the policy response to the famine was due in large part to the unwillingness of British officials to acknowledge that food supplies were dwindling as a result of a modest shortfall in production. Relying on a belief that markets would rectify localized shortfalls, policymakers chose deliberate inaction. In Ograda's account, state and national leaders maintained that any shortages were due to hoarding by speculators rather than to low production. Officials apparently feared that acknowledging any production shortfalls would induce speculators to increase their stores of grain in the expectation of rising prices. As a result, the government continued to trumpet the sufficiency of the food supply, even as the famine began to...